This is Women With Books, a collection of conversations about your favorite books, media, and all of the fabulous things in life. Curated by me, author Lindsay Emery. I'm so glad you're a part of today's chat. Hey everyone, welcome to Women With Books. Uh, it's me, Lindsay. I'm doing a summer wrap-up episode, a solo episode, just me, myself, and moi. And um, it's, it's kind of uh, exciting to get to talk to you. I don't know if anyone noticed, uh, but the last two episodes with Carrie Winfrey and Kristen Higgins, I did not do intros. Uh, usually on my podcast, I do a little intro and then I do a little music and then I go into the interview. But um, when I was doing Carrie and Kristen's, I had this summer cold that was going on and um I was coughing and my, I just did not sound like my normal self. And I mean, I did have things to tell you guys about, but I, I was kind of also just deliberating and intellecting and thinking about them. And I knew that I was going to have this, um, last episode to be kind of just you and me and talking, uh, solo episode. So I just kind of saved all my thoughts and updates and stuff, but I hope you've had a great summer. I can't believe, I mean, I'm, I'm recording this last week of August and, uh, looking at Labor Day in September and I'm every day I wake up and I'm praying to feel that first mm, cold, fall air that, you know, the way it just all of a sudden changes. You can smell it in the air. And I haven't felt that yet in Dallas, Texas, but um, any day now, any day now. And I know we're having climate change and and everything, but, you know, there's going to be certain, I have faith. I have faith that there are going to be certain laws of the universe that will not change. And one of those is that the Northern Hemisphere goes farther away from the sun in our winter, or at least half the year, and it has to get cooler. It has to. Uh, I mean, I have this this unshakable faith that the earth will tilt. If the earth stops tilting, then yeah, we're all done. But <laughs> until then, I know that as the days creep into September and October, um, one of these days we will say, oh, isn't it nice? It's a lovely 85 degrees in Dallas. <laughs> oh, well, I, I'm assuming if you're a longtime listener or if you're just picking this up today, hello. But I challenged my audience at the beginning of the summer to have a summer reading challenge. And I identified eight categories of books and you could pick and choose which which you wanted to do even, or, um, and what, what books you wanted to plug in, what category. I left them very subjective, I thought, this year. Um, because, you know, I don't know what you like to read. I don't know what you wanted to read when you're at the beach. I've talked about this before with so many of my guests. I mean, there are things that we typically think of as, quote, beach reads or summer reads, but I have also been known to read mysteries. And I like to read really things that are set in cold climates when I'm by the pool. That's my weird thing. Um, 
So, you know, if I said read a, have a beach read, um, you know, that's that's for you to interpret it as you will. I don't think I had, quote, a beach read. I think I said a scene with a beach cover on it um, because that is, of course, one of the questions we ask in the lightning round. So I just wanted to kind of go over my reads for summer 2019 and then kind of talk about what I have coming up and what we are going to be looking at in the next few months. So let's get started. The summer reading challenge for 2019. I'll just kind of go over the um, categories first. I had pretty dress cover, which I think is uh, kind of a, I don't know, it's a it's a type of cover, right? You look out on a bookshelf, you might see one with like sisters on a beach or women on a beach. You might see one with pretty dresses. And then you're going to see one with like a boy and a girl kissing or abs or something. I mean, we've got we've got categories, right, of covers. So, I challenged you to pick a book with a pretty dress on it. I challenged you to read something from a debut author which might have taken a little bit of research, I understand, but I did suggest books at the beginning of the summer on my blog. So if you're on my newsletter, I will send out the challenge pod, I mean, challenge blog and the wrap up blog posts, or you could just go to lindsayemory.com forward slash blog and find all this. Anyway, okay. Um, let's see. Number three, I challenge you to read a book with a beach scene or a beach cover on it. Number four, I challenged you to read something that was diverse or inclusive. Um, again, that's a fairly broad thing. Um, and, you know, I don't know what you came up with, but I'll tell you what, what I came up with. Then number five, I said um, something off your TBR list. Now TBR, of course, means to be, re- to be read list. And that could be either like the stack of books you have on your bookcase that's been waiting for you, or like for me, I keep um, a list in Amazon too of the things I'm going to buy one day, <laughs> the books I'm going to buy. All right, the next one was uh, a comfort read. And this is another one of those subjective ones. I didn't know what you might find comfortable. It could be a reread. Um, I didn't want everyone to have to buy new books for this. So it could be something that just made you feel good and um, was comforting to you. The next one, number seven, was I challenged you to pick a new genre. Um, If you normally read romance, maybe you read a mystery. If you normally read mystery, maybe you picked a fantasy. I don't know. I'll tell you what I did. And then finally, I I challenged to um, pick a book by a former Women With Books guest. Y'all, this should have been really easy because I've had like, gosh, like at least... 40, 50 authors on this um, podcast. So, um, and I've got them all the episodes and a lot of their books on various places. All you had to do was go to womenwithbooks.com. So I don't know which one you picked, but I will tell you which one I picked. So we'll go ahead and get started. For the pretty dress cover, I read The Golden Hour by Beatrice Williams. And this is one of those books that I've thought about all summer long. When I first picked it, I picked it because it was um, supposedly going to be a historical fiction set in the Bahamas during World War II. And I knew that the Duke and Duchess of Windsor were kind of character side characters in the book. So I'm like, ah, perfect. Historical women's fiction, beautiful cover, Beatrice Williams and Royals. 
I knew it was going to be right up my alley. But there was so much more to it. (laughs) There was so much more to it. There was a whole nother historical timeline that I need people in my life to go read and then talk to me about it. I have told multiple, multiple people, including my own book club, this is a book club book if there ever was book club book, um, because there's just some banana pants craziness things that happen, but you need to talk about it with someone. So pretty dress cover, highly recommend The Golden Hour by Beatrice Williams. Debut author. What did I pick for debut author? Um, I had a bunch of ones that I recommended, but I ended up, after I just saw people gushing about this book all summer long, was Red, White, and Royal Blue by Casey McQuiston. And this book just brings a smile to my face because it is, I don't know, it was just adorable. And I felt like there were real people <laughs> that I still am thinking about. Um, there were a couple things about it that I had seen some reviews that people weren't sure about. But, um, you know, for a fun summer read and um, just completely escape, it, I mean, it took took you out of the current world altogether. Uh, you know, it was a great, great pick. Let's see. The next one was a beach cover. And this one... it technically we'll just go we'll say it's a beach i mean i didn't see any there's not sand in this but you can obviously see it's a beachy cover um the southern side of paradise by christy woodson harvey um christy's also been a guest on women with books um year last year and this was a third in her peach tree bluff series So I had to finish up the series and see how it all ended up i just this series I don't think she's continuing it, but she could or go off on another another direction. Uh, this could also be a comfort read because going back to Peachtree Bluff and getting involved with this family again, it's just multi-layered family saga that's got humor and heart and romance. And, um, you know, it, it was a perfect summer read. My next summer challenge read was oh and this one was kind of hard okay well not the book was hard but for a diverse inclusive read i'm just plugging again when i suggested things in here it was kind of because these authors these books didn't go in any of the other categories i had suggested necessarily so um but there were books I really wanted to read. So um, I picked Alicia Rye's The Right Swipe, and I blogged about that a couple times this summer. Um, it was, again, a fun vacation read, um, but also very Alicia Rye. I mean, if you have read her romances before, um, I think there, no, there were some continuing characters from her other books. Um, it dealt with kind of modern dating and... Um, some societal issues and um but still you know some sexy romance too so it was very fun uh let's see the next one was something off my tbr list and oh my gosh um i don't know i think this book came out last year 2018 maybe i don't know why i waited so long to read this this uh it was a historical romance by 
Ava, Ava Lee. I read Temptations of a Wallflower. And this was one, I posted about it on Instagram. If if you follow me on Instagram, Instagram stories is where, <laughs> where my um, stream of consciousness comes out. So one night, and I was reading another book that I won't name because I still might pick it up and like it again. But I was, re- I was in the middle of this one book and I was like, ugh, I just... I felt like a slog, you know, I was like, oh, I can't get through it. And I said, okay, um, Instagram friends, should I keep reading this? And the majority of people who responded was like, no, if it's a slog, put it down, try it later, which is very good advice because sometimes you pick it up and you try again later and you go, oh, this is great. Um, I just wasn't in the mood for it before, you know? So I I put that one down and I went to my Amazon wish list. I'm like, what do I have in here that just spoke to me. And I had also seen the author, Eva Lee, um, talk about this book on Twitter. Maybe it was on sale? Maybe that's why it kind of popped out of my wish list too. Anyway, um, it is a historical romance with the male main character is a vicar, so like a pastor, and the female main character is a, uh, she's a lady. She's like a Earl's daughter or something. Um, But she's also a secret writer of erotic novels. But, so, I mean, that sets up a conflict pretty well, but uh, there's just so much to it. It was so well written. And I think my heart squeezed um, itself inside out. All right. The next one was a comfort read. I already said I thought The Southern Side of Paradise could be a comfort read. Um, Another one I read that I love so much was Life and Other Inconveniences by Kristen Higgins and Nina Bocci's On the Corner of Love and Hate. And there's something you can kind of, if you have at all followed these three books, you could probably see the similarities between these three and what makes them quote unquote, a comfort read for me. I mean, they're multi-generational family, characters with history, small towns. I mean, there's, there's, there's uh, community issues. I mean, each one of these has that in different um, aspects, but to me, that's just kind of what's comforting about them. So um, not high, not too terribly much high drama. Um, or at least if there is, it's resolved pretty quickly. It's not anyone like bombing Japan on, during World War II or something, right? So all three of those I enjoyed and I felt comforted and warm-hearted about. Uh, a new genre. This was also a Twitter recommendation. I blogged about that on this month, August. Um, every month I blog about... Um, some of the best books to read now. This month was kind of hard because I was splitting up all of my books between um, my reading challenge post and my best books to read now post. So it's all just just read it all. Anyway, <laughs> I, po- I vlogged about it there. It was Empire of Sand by Tasha Suri. And I think she's also a debut author. And I'm pretty sure she's also an own voices hashtag own voices author. This is a fantasy romance, um, probably just tilting a little bit more on the fantasy than the romance, but the romance is still significant enough that romance, people who are looking for a fantasy romance, I don't think would be disappointed. Um, it is a, again, a fantasy book. 
that's set in a, another world that was based on um, the Mughal, I don't know if I'm saying this correctly, sorry, the Mughal uh, Empire in India. Um, yeah, just really loved it, and I probably couldn't put it down for two or three days. And Oh, and she's also, did I already say, she's also a debut author, so um, really highly recommend that. And she's got a sequel to that coming out in November, which, so you'll probably hear me talk about it. Finally, my former Women With Books guest category. Um, like I already said, um, well, now Kristen Higgins is <laughs> qualifies as a uh, former Women With Books guest. She wasn't when I read her book, but now she is. Um, also, I read, oh, you guys, Sidelined by Suzanne Baltzar. So she's been, she was on the podcast last year promoting her debut book last year. Um, it was Trouble Brewing. And now this is her second one. And it's, I mean, I guess you could call it a series. Um, I mean, they're they're connected. They have overlapping characters, but you can definitely pick up Sidelined if you haven't read Trouble Brewing and read it, you know, um, no problem. Um, Sidelined, though, was just, I thought it was, it's the perfect book for this moment, um, this summer. Uh, because if y'all if y'all follow me on social media, you know I'm a big uh, women's soccer, women's football fan. I watched the World Cup this season. Um, I'm a big fan of the um, U.S. national women's team and their fight for equal pay. And so with all of that going on in the zeitgeist, and then you read this book, Sidelined. And it, the female main character is a woman football coach, American football coach. Uh, She's the first female coach at this high school. And she gets the job over, you know, all these male candidates. And one of them is uh, an assistant coach, who also is single and very good looking. Um, So this is a romance between a women's football coach and her assistant coach. And like, it just struck a chord with me. And Suzanne wrote it so perfectly, so, so good. Um, she's really good at making this an issue, but also not. Read it, and if you read it, let me tell, tell me what you think, because on the one hand, you know it's an issue because you live in this world, that this should be a big deal, that this woman has this spot, and you know, it's kind of discussed, but then also when you're seeing it through um, the eyes of the people there, it's you see it in a totally different way. I don't know, I just um, thought it was, fantastic in all the different ways and of course i also said um christy woodson harvey was also a former women with books guest but um i mean gosh we've had so many of them y'all have no excuse for not picking one of them and reading their books (laughs) so that is the challenge that's what i read i read a little bit more than that i think but um you know, it's just kind of weird when I'm I'm reading also things ahead of time and previewing them before they come out and um, reading, you know, reading things that have not. So there were a lot more other things. Um, you know, y'all know I read the Carrie Winfrey book. That was also a debut author. Um, but I think I didn't include her in this because I technically read it before summer started. So. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, I could have I could have lied and told you all I read it this summer. But I think it was this, um, May or April. Anyway, so I hope whatever you did, if you completed the challenge or you didn't complete the challenge, that you had a fantastic reading summer. And um, as always, I would love to hear 
what you read and what you thought about it and what you were planning to read. And so let's move on. Um, As many of you longtime listeners know, I produce this podcast in so-called quote unquote seasons. Basically, I do... 10 or I have done in the past 10 to 15 episodes and then take a break. I assess my schedule, I contact my guests, I read books and I refresh and then I start it all over again. I've contemplated not doing it that way, but um and just like taking it go just I'm going to keep producing episodes from here until infinity, but I can't. <laughs> And we'll kind of talk about why I can't. But um, so this being I think, episode 50 of Women With Books, I thought, okay, here, this is, it's end of summer. We're going to call the season right here. This is the last episode of season four. I know. Don't cry. Don't cry. But thank you for being here and listening and being part of this community. I, like I said before, I've been doing a lot of thinking and reading this season, and I have a few things on my mind as I embark on this seasonal break, and I thought I would just explain to you where I'm coming from, and what's on my mind, and why I'm taking this break, and what you could expect when I come back. Okay, so one, um, one reason why I'm taking a break is I've got a new book coming out, uh, The Royal Bodyguard, is uh, the second in my Dredish series. It's releasing from Headline in the UK in November. And so if you're interested in learning more about that, make sure you're watching my Lindsay Emery social media or subscribe to either my Women With Books or Lindsay Emery newsletters. And um, so when a new book comes out, I have to kind of give some attention to that. And so that's one reason why I'm like, you know, what, I'll just take the break from the podcast right now, spend a couple months kind of loading up my well for a book release. I'm also writing a new book and I'm, <laughs> I've been talking about that a little bit. I'm so excited about this project. I can't really tell you much more about it other than I, every time I write something sometimes and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is going to be so perfect to talk to the podcast about. Um, I, I would love for y'all to read it as soon as possible. So that's why I'm putting a pause in some activities and really focusing on getting this book done and getting out as soon as possible. I'm also going to be traveling this fall. Um, Again, follow my social media. You'll probably see where I end up. But uh, when I travel, you know, it's hard to keep up a production schedule and, you know, also raise my family. (laughs) So all of that's going on in the next one or two or three months. So that's why I'm kind of just saying, okay, this is a good break to kind of pause and see where I want to be for season five of Women With Books. You know, it's been two years since I started Women With Books, and there have been a lot of changes in the publishing space. There's been a lot of education. There's been a lot of discussion about access, um, inclusion, diversity, equality, and frankly, I I knew that two years ago when I started, and I wanted to make sure that whatever platform I built could address everything. Um, And and I'm still, every season, I'm assessing where my voice should fit into those discussions, if it should be there at all. As a white cishet author, um, 
you know, when do I say things? When do I not say things? When do I step back and let other voices take the lead? Um, how can I use this platform to serve the larger reader community? Um, and the issues, quite frankly, that impact readers, um, which at the end of the day is books and access to books and discussion about books and um, also encouraging the best books to be written, right? Because y'all don't want to have lesser quality. You don't want to have fewer numbers. So what can I do to make sure that I'm encouraging like this healthy space for um the thing that we all love the most. There have also been, um, in the last two years, a lot more book podcasts that have joined me in the past two years. And I'll be honest, I'll be frank, these changes, these have changed how I approach my podcast. When I started this two years ago, it was me wanting to have real life conversations about the books I was reading. And now, <laughs> I hesitate to admit this, but now I have... A lot of those conversations on this podcast, of course, but also when I listen to the other book podcasts. And I know that sounds weird. I'm not really included in those conversations, but when I listen to um, Wicked Wallflowers or Smart Bitches, I am still like going, oh, yes, that's the thing I wanted to talk about. Oh, they're so smart. They already addressed it. And now I don't need to talk about that anymore. So a lot of times the things I had wanted to talk about have already been talked about. Does that make sense? And so then I have to ask myself, is there anything else I can bring to this conversation about X book or to Y guest? Like if I have them on Women With Books and a lot of you guys will suggest authors and stuff to me. And I'm like, that would be awesome. I would love to talk to her. But however, there's she's also been on you know, like four other podcasts and I feel like all of the things have already been discussed. So I'm trying to make sure, you know, is there anything else I can bring to this table? And because everyone else is killing it, sometimes I don't think I can. They've, they've killed it. And I will suggest those podcasts to everyone. I do that a lot in my Women With Books newsletter, if you're not already a subscriber. If there's something that's been like, wow, really awesome, I put that in the newsletter. I'm like, hey, go listen to these other podcasts because they're doing a fantastic job. And they had the conversation that I wanted to have, um, but they saved me. <laughs> a lot of time and trouble. And I don't think that's false humility or imposter syndrome. I mean, I'm, I when I say that, I stop myself and I'm like, okay, really? You don't think you could bring anything else to the table? Why are you saying that? But um, I don't, most of the time I don't because I really do respect and admire and I'm a big fan of all these other podcasts. So yeah, I think they're doing a great job. So that kind of takes me back to like kind of ex an existential question about if I, I want to be more than a marketing platform. You know, I want to be more than, you know, when we used to have blog tours, I want to be more than just like you do a podcast tour. Um, I want to kind of find something new to say and find something to say that interests me. So I think taking a break in the season is a really good way for me to kind of stop, evaluate and say, am I doing the best I can for you guys? Am I bringing you the best of me? Because if I'm bringing you what everyone else has, then, you know, 
it's kind of a waste of my time. You know, I kind of think of it as we're all going to a potluck dinner and we were all asked to bring a side and we show up and we all brought like a nice green leafy salad, which is beautiful and very healthy, but not all of that green salad is going to be eaten. So we need to also have like some macaroni. We need to have like good bag of Cheetos. We also need to have like a bean salad. <laughs> you know, we all need to be bringing something to the table that um, is awesome and also what we're best at. I hope that makes sense. So I just want whatever I create to have value uh, to you and me. Um, and as a creative person, I don't want to add to noise. Um, and I think about this a lot when I write my books and, um, cause I just, I, I want whatever I write to be something that only I can produce. That kind of brings me to my next thing, which is I've been doing a lot of thinking about content and this is sort of related to, you know, a potluck dinner where we're all bringing potatoes or salad or whatever. Um, in my episode, a couple summers uh, a couple months ago with Lauren Lane really coalesced a lot of my thoughts about this. I'm worried that we readers, authors are getting to a place and y'all are going to think I'm crazy, but I'm worried that we're getting to a place where there's too much content to consume. I know. I know it's crazy. Some of y'all are looking at me right now. Like, um, I don't think that exists. That would never happen. But uh, some of y'all are like, yeah, I identify with that. And when I say this, I am, I'm including books. When I talk about content, I'm including books. I'm including social media, broadcast television, Netflix, HBO, Hulu, podcasts, Apple TV, Amazon, audiobooks, the news, et cetera, et cetera. Personally, I'm not complaining yet. <laughs> um, this is one of my favorite parts of living in the 21st century. I'm constantly stimulated with new ideas, new escapes. And I love that if I want a vicarious adventure or a love affair or a riotous comedy, I can have it whenever, wherever I want. So I'm not complaining about all that content yet. But... Um, as a writer and podcaster, I am a content producer and I want to make sure that whatever I do isn't just noise. I want to make sure that I'm bringing my best self to the table. So these are the things that I'm thinking about in some. I hope this makes sense. I I try my hardest to make sense. <laughs> but um, like I said, I've been thinking a lot about this. RWA, I started talking to some people and thinking about things and I just want y'all to understand. So when I come back and there might be like a little change here and there, or I've, you know, tweaked something, you'll know why. It's because um, I'm just trying to get better. Um, in some, I'm going to spend the next month or two um, checking in with myself to make sure that I'm bringing my voice and efforts to something worthwhile to the community, that whatever I do is going to be creative original and interesting to you because you guys matter to me. I love, I, I don't see you. I can't, I can't see you listening, whatever you're doing, but I know you're out there and I appreciate you. And I appreciate when you sign up for my newsletter and, um, oh, that'd be a good idea. If you're not, I keep talking about it, but if you're not subscribe, because then when I come back, you'll be the first to know. That's awesome. Okay. 
As always, I'd love to hear your thoughts, ideas, suggestions. Uh, You could do that through my newsletter or through my social media. Um, I'm mostly on Instagram these days. I just have to um, turn off Twitter, honestly. And Facebook, again, when I talk about noise, Facebook turns into noise for me very quickly. So if I go on, I see a notification. If it's from, like, you guys, I will check it. But I don't, like, try I try not to scroll because, just does a number with me so but I can go on Instagram and again if I see a notification I'm much more likely to spend a little time and do some chatting so um make sure I already said this newsletter so you know when season five starts and that's that um like I said I hope you've had a fantastic summer um I hope it cool it gets cool wherever you are right now and um send me your suggestions who you want to see in season five i've i've already got kind of a rough list but i haven't reached out to anyone yet so they might all tell me no (laughs) so um and i might not even be thinking of something really cool that you you guys bring up so i love y'all and you know what i always say keep reading Thank you for joining me today. If you love this conversation, please leave a review or consider supporting the podcast at the link in the show notes. For a list of books discussed in this episode and other fabulous content, sign up for my newsletter at womenwithbooks.com. And remember, keep reading. Keep reading.